Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Savvy Business. Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Reagan Pasternak, welcome to Savvy Broadcasting on Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. You're going to share your wonderful book, Griffin's Heart. It's part memoir, but part interactive guide to help people through the mourning of their pet. And we talked just teeny bit before we pressed the go button about the painfulness of having a beloved pet leave and pass on. I mean, they're they're beyond family members. I mean, they teach so many lessons. I mean, if I had to tell you my little Henry here and before that, Rexy uh, followed me like a shadow, such a blessing to our family. Uh, share a little bit what, what prompted you to write Griffin's Heart. Well, I grew up with animals. I've, I've just always been an animal lover and my family is, you know, my family was always having anim- dogs and cats and everything in between. And, um, mm-hmm. but uh, having my first, um, I had Cleo and Griffin were my first two animals as, a, as an adult living mm-hmm. on my own. And um, when Griffin passed on, uh, he was seven and a half when he passed, I could not believe how broken hearted I was. I, I had not, ex- you know, I, I knew when he was sick, I was like, oh, this is, this is not good. This is not good. He was just like, a, you know, there's certain animals. I love all my animals the same, but yeah. there are certain animals that are really um, soulmate animals or heart mm-hmm. animals as some people call them. And uh, he was for sure that. And uh, so, yeah, when he broke, when he died, sorry, I was so brokenhearted and um, I didn't know how to deal with the pain and I kept pushing it away and pushing it away. And it kind of manifested into other ailments like mm-hmm. uh, anxiety and sleep, dep- sleep, um, deprivation basically ended up happening. And so I got, I finally went to talk to somebody about the sleep, the sleep problems that I was having. And, um, she kind of pegged it. I talk about this at the very beginning of the book, but she pegged it as, you know, there's a lot of things going on in your life, but I think that you need to learn how to mourn your pet. And, and, uh, 
And that was huge for me, just the validation of it. And I started writing about that. Just what does that mean? What does that mean to mourn an animal? What, what does it say about us? What does it say about our animal? Of course. And what does it say about why, why is that so needed and important in our lives? And um, I just kind of became obsessed with that idea for a while. And thank goodness, because it turned into a book. Yay. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. Well, Henry, come on over here. He's about to talk right now. Someone's outside the door. I'd love it. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's so true because what it is, is uh, when someone dies in your family, like say your mom, your dad, your brother, people are like, oh, I get it. Send condolences and flowers. But you call into work and say, my, my dog just died. And they're like, oh, okay. So you'll be here in a half hour. Yeah. It's like, there's no understanding that. No, 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 no. You don't understand. This is my beloved pet. He is a really big part of the topic. No, it's perfect. It's the soundtrack. Henry, come on over here. Come here. Yeah, he wants to talk to the door. No, but he's such a beloved pet and he's protecting the house right now. Uh, but it's so true. People don't realize that it is important to mourn these beloved animals that teach us so much. I mean, Henry has taught me gratitude. Every time we come into the house, he's like, yes, I have a house. I have loved ones. I have humans. <laughs> I have food. We forget to be grateful for the little things. So true. So completely true. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that I, I, I mean, it sounds like such a heavy topic to have a book about, you know, grieving an animal and so sad and we all like dread that day. And, um, but I feel like it's actually, what I learned is that it's actually quite beautiful. And, and the reason, the way we love our animals is so pure. The way they love us is so pure. What they give us is so, um, so different than, than what a human, I mean, humans are amazing and can give us lots too, but, but this unconditional love is just, uh, and the habits that we create because of them and the people we meet because of them often. So it's just, um, it's one of those things that I, I feel like we need to find meaning in it. And for me, I, I, when I was writing the book, I just, you know, the thing there, cause there was kept being something that was missing for me. And I realized what it was, is I wanted the book to turn into some sort of keepsake as well as not just, you know, reading a book, but I wanted it to become this way to commemorate them because that is, that is what I believe um, kind of needs to happen for healing so that, you know, that you honor them back because they give us and give us and give us. And then, yeah. and then commemorating them for me has mm -hmm. brought me so much peace, you know, because I, if you saw, I, you have the copy right here. Cause I always keep Aww. it beside me when I'm doing interviews, but, um, it's so jam packed. I can barely get it in the slip cover. <laughs> I have filled it with, you know, my dog Jed passed away this year mm. or one of our cats murmur passed away. And Jed was also a hard animal for me. They, I mean, I loved them all, but Jed, my God, he was at our, he was the only one at our wedding, <laughs> my wedding. Um, he was, you know, he was like my first child, you know, with my husband kind of thing. So, yeah. um, so I packed, you know, I packed this, this book with his memories and his, um, photos and, and sympathy cards that I got and things like that. Yeah. And I, I genuinely do find it healing. And I know I'm talking about my own book, but it, it really, for me, so was good. super important to take the time to grieve. And I mean, we're so go, go, go with everything in life, right? So yeah. it's so good to carve out, even if it's a few minutes, just no. go page by page and just actually just give yourself time to heal. And honestly, if you have to lie to your employees and say, I had a death in my family, yeah. then do that because you need, it's, it's, it's a mental health issue and no, you're putting feelings in, it's not healthy. It's not, mm -hmm. trust me. I, I, I did it. So yeah. No, no, I, I get you there. I mean, my, uh, my first dog, Rexy, when I was two, I, I didn't realize this, but I escaped from our backyard and I went traveling on the side of a highway 
God bless Rexy. He followed me and was on the left uh, in traffic uh, on that side of traffic to keep me from going into the highway and killing myself. Uh, highway patrol found both of us and brought us back home. But see, that's something, the blessing. I, I wouldn't be here today having this interview if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for the first dog that was in my family life. Right. Oh my God, that's an incredible story. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and then tell me some of the lessons you learned from Griffin. I mean, for Henry, gratitude is number one. I mean, I'm amazed that every single time he comes in back into this apartment for a walk, he's like, it's like the first time. What have you learned from being with Griffin and living your life with him? So uh, for me, what I learned is, you know, to seek out people who fill me with, you know, love and kindness and, and, uh, animals are so drama free, you know, so most of them, I mean, yeah. they're definitely not on purpose when they have some drama, it's not their fault, but, um, but, um, yeah, I think there was, there was a lot of that. It just really, because I God, I'm keep going back to the book, but I, I you know, while I was navigating what it meant mm -hmm. to grieve him, I really was, um, finding out so much about myself. I really was, it, it made me kind of have to reflect on things that happened in my childhood and have to reflect on things that happened in my twenties, you know, and, and, um, why he was the solace for me. And there was, I mean, I have a chapter called lessons learned. I, 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 but the entire book is a lesson for me though. The entire thing was everything that, you know, the creativity that he evoked in me, the, you know, the, the, the way I want to be compassionate to others, you know, mm -hmm. there's so many, there were so many things and there were so many things that actually I had to address after he passed away, because when they go mm -hmm. kind of left with all those feelings, you're like, Oh, cause I, I say that I, they act almost as a sponge for the harder parts of life. Cause they bring us back to such a, a lighter, um, almost childlike part of ourselves in a lot of ways. And so when they go, then you're, you're just left with those feelings and you kind of have to confront them. So you can not worry about building up walls and, mm -hmm. and, um, allowing yourself to love another animal or love, love again, period, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I totally get that. My husband says to me all the time, our life is so vastly different with Henry here because everywhere we go, he's he's with us. He's our double. We bring him everywhere with us, wherever we can. If a dog is accepted, he's with us right next to us. And we're all like, this is our friend Henry. And they're like, ah, and then he waggle, waggle, waggle. He loves to be acknowledged. Um, yeah. The conversation just, um, icebreakers and they're, you know, they're just a way for people to kind of relax and, and, you know, even a stranger seeing you, I was walking my two dogs this morning and, and a woman, an older woman was walking down the river where I was walking and she just said, Oh, she looks so kind. Can I pet her? And she just had like a moment. And I just thought, you know, I don't know what this woman's life is like. Maybe, maybe she's alone all day, you know? And, and she had this little moment of like my dogs, both of them end up, ended up just loving her and just sniffing her and kissing her. And, and, uh, you know, those are just these wonderful things that you can't have if you don't have an animal, you just no. can't have those little moments of, of, uh, yeah. interactions with humans as well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, humans are like, can I pet you? No, you can't. No. <laughs> can I, yeah, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> but what, what's great about, you know, pets in particular, all pets I've had and, and pets I've actually hung with the friends is that they're so present. It's like, unlike humans who are in the past, in the future, thinking about what I have to do next. Henry's never like that. He is just right here, right now. And that is such a wonderful lesson for all of us. 100%. I, I, I love that. That's, that's absolutely 
absolutely true there. You know, that's, that's why every time you come in, you're like, I was just getting the mail. Are you seriously this excited to see me? You're like, yes, I'm this excited because this is the present moment. And here you are. I know. <laughs> but you know, share, share with your, um, with the audience a little bit, because your book, as you say, is not just a memoir, but it helps you through the grieving process. Cause you have a number of exercises for people to go through to really get in touch with your feelings and what you're going through with the loss of your beloved pet. Yeah. So when I started writing, I did have no clue where I was going with it. I didn't know if it was actually going to be out there in the world. I just had it inside my bones and I needed to get it out somehow. And um, I was writing mostly memories and memoir like and, and, and research that I'd found about grief. And um, and so I was writing most, mostly that. And I think that was the problem. I kept going, what is this? There's something missing and there's something missing. And then finally, I'm so glad it took me so long because I had read so many brilliant books on nothing to do with animals, but just, you know, the brain and how the brain works. And, and, um, I was kind of attributing everything I, I read to loss and, um, and I think all together just was uh, inspiring me and inadvertently inspiring me um, to figure out what I wanted this book to be. And what I wanted it to be was um, my story um, as, a, as a friend for the reader who's also going through the same thing that I was going through. Yeah. And, um, and so that was kind of evoking, I'm like, so I, journaling helped me. So this is, you know, the first time I ever saw my animal, what, the first, it's a chapter called the first time ever I saw your face. And so I write the story about the first time ever I saw Griffin and what I was going through at that time. And then the reader, the re the reader is also going to write their first time. And, 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 um, and there's, you know, places for photos throughout it as well. So, um, I, I kind of explain how to use it and really just, I, I tried to make my voice exactly how I speak in real life. So, yeah just hanging out. So, you know what, even if you don't feel comfortable three months after your pet has died or a year after your pet has died, talking about how much it still hurts, mm -hmm. you're talking to me because I felt that way. And I, I, it lasted, it's last, it's, it's still with me right now, you know, years later. So, um, so then, so gradually the book ended up just being, how do I give everything that I've learned along the way? And also, you know, I studied so much about cognitive therapy, which is, you know, kind of a way to rewire your thinking. So, you know, when an animal d dies, you are so um, sad and you're so remembering those last moments, but there's, you know, they talk about the dash is, is the, it's, it's really actually the, the, the time between when you're born and when you pass that matters. Mm -hmm. So throughout the book, I'm kind of getting you back into that part into the love back into the remembering of all the good things. And, and for me, that was super healing. And, you know, I did lose my mom actually in the last two years. Wow. And that was, and it was interesting because I felt like it all applied to her, to that loss as well. It's just yeah. about remembering the good, remembering the good and crying when you need to getting out those feelings absolutely in a safe space where you don't feel judged but also getting back to the love. We're all here for a short time. That is a given, you know, it's a, it's just the sad truth. And so um, finding meaning in it, in it is like the best, is the best gift we, gift we can give ourselves, And it's the best gift we can give um, our animal and the person we lost or the animal that we lost. And so, 
yeah. So gradually I just thought, oh, I want this book to really feel like a keepsake. I want it to be beautiful and I want it to be the best quality, the best paper, environmentally friendly. So you don't feel bad about having this, you know, book and, and, um, and so, yeah, it ends up being a complete keepsake and there's even a, I put a pocket at the, at the back so that, um, you can put cards or any spare photos that you just don't know what to do with anymore. And you, and I wrote a postcard to every single reader as well in that back. Just, uh, I just really want people to feel supported when they're, when they're going through this. Cause I, I needed that. I really did. Yeah. That is so great, Reagan, that you created this. And what's what's also good, like Henry had a spell where he got sick earlier in the year and we thought he might have to be put down. We we were thinking that briefly and I was just horrified, like, what? No, uh-uh. You know, if you just pass away in your sleep one day, fine, but no, 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 no. So I was like horrified. I was crying on the way to the vet. I was just a mess. Um, but this could be helping people going through the process. If your pet is going through sickness or the health isn't so well, and you, you know, your time is limited, it might, I'm sure it'll help you go through that process even before he passes. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I feel like I don't know. Cause I mean, yes, I guess you're right. But for me, I just feel like while they're here, let's just love them, love them. As much love as them. you can. Yeah. I love them as much as you can because it, it, and it is, it's one of those things that you, you know, while they're here, I look at my animals that I have now. I'm like, Oh, but, but when you, but you're going to get old. And then I'm like, no, I, I have you right now. I want to think about this. They are present, right? If we're going to learn from them, they're in the present. And so even if they're sick, be present, be positive and stick with them until, um, until they're not. And, and it's those, it's those hard emotions. And I totally understand what you're saying that, you know, you're going, this is so hard. How am I going to get through this? And there's no, there's no way around that. It's hard. And how are you going to get through it? And hopefully, you know, look what happened. You did get through it and your animal even pulled through it. So, you know, so it's one of those, one of those things, you know, like learn from them. They are in the present moment and, uh, we have to be in the present moment. Yeah, right? it's such a great lesson. You are so right, Reagan. Uh, Pastor Nat, thank you so much for coming. Where can people get a copy today of Griffin's Heart? Where can they get a copy? And find we're on Amazon and um, we're also at griffinsheart.com. And also we've now added a new part to the book where we um, have it wrapped up in um, this beautiful paper. And I've created this stamp that I stamp on it. So it comes automatically pre-wrapped so even oh. if you want to if you want to get it for somebody i just didn't want it getting scratched in the mail because those amazon delivery people are sometimes <laughs> um but yeah so that's where that's where i would definitely direct your listeners that's awesome well reagan pasternak i just thank you again for coming and and being a blessing to the world and creating griffin's heart thank you so much for coming today also and sharing on savvy broadcasting thank you so much for having me you betcha take care bye like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.